And just like that, there's no <laughs> intro music this week. I'm doing something a little different this week, but let me tell you something. Last week, I don't know what was going on. I just kept saying, Lord, why? Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? What is going on? You know, what is really going on here? I don't know if you ever had like one of those weeks, but um had a couple of days that was kind of hard, difficult. Um, but God being who he is, he always finds a way to use what I go through to either encourage somebody or just to grow me in my faith. And so I'm very grateful um, that I'm OK. But because of everything that I experienced, it actually led me to um, follow up on this lesson that I had been working on for some time. Um, actually, I worked on this lesson um, sometime around last year, but I didn't get to finish it because I kind of got sidetracked. But it came back full circle. And so now I'm here to talk to you all about it. And I think you all will really like this lesson because I think it's a question that many of us have asked ourselves. Yes, the actual title is a question. Um, and so we're going to get into it right now. In case you all didn't know, this is the Believe in Him podcast. My name is Aurelia. And I'm here this week again with another message. And so let's get into this. Today's message is titled, Why is it so hard to be a Christian? Why is it so hard to be a Christian? I'm not sure if you all have ever asked yourself this question or ever asked God this question. But it's a question that I often find myself thinking about a lot of times, especially when times get hard. Because sometimes it seems like being a Christian is hard. It just doesn't, sometimes you think that it's going to be easy, but it's not. And don't get me wrong, it's rewarding to be a Christian, but it's often those difficulties that just kind of catch you off guard. And then it just kind of makes you say like, why, Lord, why is this happening to me? Yeah, those type of moments. Yeah, that's where I was last week. <laughs> but anyway, without further ado, we're going to jump into it. Why is it so hard to be a Christian? Number one. Effort. It takes effort to be a Christian. It's not that we can just say I'm a Christian. We actually have to put forth an effort to be a Christian. Taking the time out each day to pray, read the word, and be in a relationship with Christ, it all takes effort. The same way it takes effort to complete a task or to fulfill the role of a job, it takes effort to be a Christian. Matthew 16, verse 24, the NIV version says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. It takes an effort to do these things. And truth be told, we don't always want to or like to put forth an effort that it takes to be a Christian. But if we're truly going to walk in being a Christian, we have to put forth an effort to do so. Number two, transformation. There's often a transformation, or shall I say, a change that takes place when you become a Christian. But the thing is that change doesn't just happen once. It happens over time. Romans 12, 2, the NIV version says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. In order for us to truly transform, we must change the way that we think. If you've been thinking a way, a certain kind of way for a long time, then you'll know it's not easy to just start thinking differently. But it's not impossible to transform in your thinking. It just takes time 
and it's a continual process. And sometimes it's a process that we don't always want to go through. We usually become comfortable where we are, thinking the way that we always have. Yet God is always finding a way to develop and transform our thinking. Number three, tests and trials. First Peter chapter four, verse 12, the New King James Version says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. If we're being real with ourselves, none of us like tests and trials. We'd rather not go through them at all. However, when you're a Christian, tests and trials are inescapable. And sometimes tests and trials will really push you past your breaking point like they did almost last week. (laughs) Um, But the good thing is that tests and trials don't last forever. They come and go. Thank God for that. Number four, commitment. Being a Christian requires a commitment. Now, it's easy to commit yourself to Christ when everyone else around you is upholding their commitment. However, it can become more difficult if the people around you start to stray. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, the New King James Version says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. The scripture never tells us who is departing, but the scripture does say some will depart. Sometimes the very people who depart from the faith are those that you know best, possibly your loved ones, those you consider a friend, or someone who's close to you. Regardless of who departs or stray away from the faith, you cannot allow that to affect your commitment to Christ. You have to remain committed to Christ no matter what. Number five, being spirit led. It's not always easy to be led by the spirit because your flesh is in conflict with your spirit. Galatians 5, verse 17, the New International Version says, For the desires, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. Many times we want to do things that are led by the flesh, but not led by the spirit. We might want to take a job or enter into a relationship or make a decision based upon what our flesh wants. But if that job, that relationship or that decision isn't in agreement with your spirit, it's best not to enter into it. We have to remember the spirit and the flesh aren't in agreement with one another. So as Christians, although it's hard to be led by the spirit, it's best to be led by the spirit. And this isn't always easy to do. Number six, God's will. It's not always easy to do God's will for our lives. If you're unsure of exactly what God's will is, it's explained in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verses 16 through 18, the New King James Version. The scripture says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It's not always easy to rejoice, especially when things don't seem to be going well in your life. It's not always easy to pray without ceasing, because truthfully, sometimes you might not want to pray at all. And it's definitely not easy to give thanks in everything. Because if you find yourself in a season of suffering, you might not want to think about giving thanks at all. Yet, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, 
and in everything give thanks. These are all a part of God's will. These are all the things he wants us to do. And as Christians, we are supposed to do God's will. Number seven, being selfless. Being a Christian often requires you to think of someone other than yourself. Philippians chapter two, verses three through four, the NIV version says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. At times we can become so wrapped up in our own lives that we forget about the other people who live alongside us on this earth. And this isn't who God calls us to be. As Christians, we are to think of others. We are to think about those in our families, um, our friendships, the people that we work with, your spouse, or even your neighbors. And I know this isn't easy because you have a lot going on within your own life. Yet God still wants us to think about somebody other than ourselves. So, those are the reasons what he led me to talk about on why it's so hard to be a Christian. Listen, if you find yourself questioning your walk of faith, our relationship with God, know that I understand. This walk is not easy and being a Christian has its ups and downs. However, if you choose to walk away, that won't really be easy either. It might seem like it at first, but as someone who has strayed away many times, I can definitely tell you that you will always find your way back, and God knows that. I truly believe that God understands that being a Christian isn't easy. But remember, you don't have to do it alone. You have him, and he's with you. So, I'm here. I made it <laughs> to record this. So, you know, if I'm here, you hear me talking. Even though I had my difficulties last week, I made it through, and you can too. And so I'm going to say a quick prayer, and then that's the end. Lord, thank you for everybody who listened to this message. I just continue to pray that you speak life into them and help them on their journey. Despite the difficulties that they face, let them know that you see them, you, you understand where they are in life, and that you haven't left them. You have not forgotten about them, Lord. You are still with them, and I pray that you help them to see that. In your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So that's it. <laughs> So if this message is something that um, you feel like would be a great resource for somebody else, please share. And until next time, remember, believe in him.